right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Another, yet another off week for the PGA Tour. We have the Horizon Irish Open. We have the Kroger Queen City Classic presented by P&G and presented by Big Randy. And he is here to help us talk about it. Mr. Big Randy, how are you? Good evening. I'm wonderful, guys. Great to be here. I'm at my parents' house in Cincinnati. What a week it was out at the Kroger. And I, I do want to say, not only am I at my parents' house, I am in the cockpit well the actual cockpit i'm I'm in the aircraft the cockpit for my dad's flight simulator setup is just (laughs) just over here uh to my left uh currently grounded at the moment we're doing a podcast but he's gonna fly with me as i fly to denver i think he's gonna mirror me tomorrow afternoon but anyway good to be with you guys uh tc is here good evening tc how are you I'm good. I don't know how I'm supposed to beat that. Randy's calling in from his mom's basement. (laughs) Shit, man. Getting back to our roots. I love it. Uh, we, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Titleist and the new Titleist T-Series irons, T-100, T-150, T-200, and T-350. We started getting in, getting a little bit of golf with our new stuff. We're going to talk about a little bit of that on the back end. T-Series are now available in shops. Do yourself a favor, get fit, head to titles.com to learn more and find a fitter or a fitting event near you. Uh, we're going to get to the show first and then kind of detail some of our experiences uh, with those clubs on the back half if you are so inclined uh, to listen to that. And I think you will. Guys, if there's ever a week, I'm challenging us. I think we can go under an hour. I- I'm going to go 59 minutes on this podcast. Do you think we can do it? What's your over we're, under, Randy? We're already two minutes in. I know. Yeah. God, what a dream that would be. No chance. Uh, yeah, I guess just everything. Keep it quick. Uh, over, under, <laughs> I'm going to put at an hour and 11 minutes. We used to have pods that were that length, and then the golf, it, we used to, then we had to, had to talk about the golf world changing for an hour each one. And it seems like every episode goes an hour and a half to two hours now, but it doesn't necessarily need to. We're going to talk some, some of the Kroger LPGA, but first, the Horizon Irish Open, some coffee golf viewing this morning. It was okay. It was fine viewing. Uh, Vincent Norman wins for the second time in three months. He won uh, the Barbasol. I was getting ready to say, uh, he's now a winner on the DP world tour, but it was a co-sanctioned event that he won at the Barbasol. So he's a two-time winner, two-time winner on the DP world tour and a one-time winner on the PGA tour. I think I had that right. Is that right? TC? Solly, that I was scratching my head trying to figure out how he was 35th in the race to Dubai going into this <laughs> week. You just answered it for me. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I will apologize on behalf of everybody. I saw you tweeting about Vincent Norman today. Uh, trying to trying to blow some smoke up his ass to to kind of you know you establish some ground. I knew you were going to do it. it. I like no, seeing it. I knew you believe it. in him. I like it. And I, we're not going to do what we just did on the most recent pod. But TC Traveler slash KPMG recap 2021. Go back and listen. That's the first time we called out I, Vince Norman. I know. I, Love you're, it. You're, I, you're I a believer. Knew- I, thank you. All right. We've come so far since uh, since Tuesday's episode, which uh, you're, either, you're either welcome or I'm very sorry for that one, depending on where you ranked on the spectrum of that I'll, one. I'll, I'll just say I uh, have seen a lot of things like, oh, my God, it sounds like these guys were like kind of pissed at each other. And are they? And, you know, I, I think I think it's a throwback to the outrageous and impassioned arguments we used to get into going back to our days at Oxford at Miami, you know, like that's what it's been about since the start, having strong opinions, arguing them vociferously and and, you know, trying to get a little respect from the other guy. I, I loved it. <laughs> it reminded me of something. A buddy of mine and I ended up going on a, a like a African cruise together, a high school buddy, and we ended up playing cards with everyone that was in the truck. And we ended the card game screaming at each other, like absolutely screaming at each other. Everyone's like, are you guys okay? And I was like, oh, yeah, we've been doing this all the way back to sophomore year. Like, this is what we do when we get together. This is part of the deal. Wait, an African cruise? We went on a, a Namibian to South Africa cruise. He went up and met me in Namibia. It was sweet. Yeah. I didn't know they did those. Cruise wow. Safari. I believe they call them safaris. I I I believe I misspoke there, TC. I will I'll apologize. The over under uh, is now one thirteen. We've just added two to the over under. 
Uh, Vincent Norman, uh, a flusher. I've been as as TC has so gladly pointed out. I've been warning you guys on that for a while. But just worth noting, he was uh, playing Division Two golf three years ago. Um, I think he uh, he was kind of uh, he's on the Ludwig track. He was in college a long time, or he's an older recruit, if you will. Uh, Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> Before he uh, transferred to Florida State uh, in 2020, he started playing there, I believe, in 2021. Uh, had an awesome year there. Turned pro and uh, has been has been hunting flags on both sides of the Atlantic since then and has logged, uh, I would say, the biggest win of his career. I know the PGA Tour win gets you a whole heck of a lot, but that was a pretty decent field in uh, in Ireland this week and uh, an enormous win. I did not think 1,400 was going to hold up. didn't sound like he thought it was going to hold up when he got in the house. He uh, he birdied 18, and uh, there were a lot of dudes threatening around that time, and it ended up ho- holding up, and I did not see that one coming. Everybody else played like a bunch of little boys down the stretch. Uh, big Big seven days for FSU. We had, you know, knocking off Brian Kelly's squad and then Vincent Norman kind of converting here. Uh, yeah, Hurley Long looked like he was he was in the driver's seat for a while. Just long. He had the unstable compound, Minwoo Lee, <laughs> in the mix. Shane Lowry, Thriston Lawrence shot 66. My guy, Foxy. Uh, Grant Forrest, not familiar with his game. Rory made a triple down the stretch. <laughs> Rory uh, was horrific. It was bad. Like, hilariously so i was gonna ask you guys i i woke up i saw the leader i think min Wu and rory were tied maybe when min lu had a min Wu had a one-shot lead when i was going to uh i first went to a nephew soccer game and then out to kenwood for the lpga what, like what happened for somebody that didn't see it what what happened to rory uh it sounds like a horrible hole but what did min what did min Wu do Listen, my, my golf watching mornings are a lot more challenging. I did not see everything that happened this morning. Uh, a lot of diaper changes around this time, Randy, but Rory, I can tell you went in the water, um, once like twice on the front 16. nine with short irons, um, and made a mess of those holes. And then 16, he needed to make a move. I think he was three back playing the 16th hole. He was two seventy eight or something from the fairway on that par five, uh, trying to recreate the shot that he hit in 2016 and just blasted it way right into the water. Um, and then steps, I still don't know what happened with this. He dropped his fourth shot, airmailed the green and ended up on the other side of the water. And, uh, or I don't even know exactly what happened. He made a triple bogey on that hole and then hit one more in the water coming in, I believe, uh, and shot 74 today. So I think he was very much, uh, if I was totally projecting this thing is kind of like a, a winner go home tournament for him. And he had no interest at all in finishing it, you know, battling it out and grinding for a third place finish and, Listen, maybe, maybe I'm too big of a Rory fan, but I don't really fault him for that. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. It was kind of a sick hole, 16 there. It's like there's like a river or a creek or a lake running through it there. It's just such an unbecoming golf course. It's tough like, like I Like I know Matt Janela got canceled on on Twitter this week <laughs> for, for saying it. I've been on this block for a long time, though. Like Irish people, get your shit together, all right? Like I don't care where you have it. Have it at like a... Even like there's better there's better Parkland courses to have it at even. TC, I did a full Lonzo morning gif today because it was Rory was playing a, a, a front nine par three and the the image they showed. I mean, people were just stacked like twenty rows deep. It was like, That's dude, funny. this course ain't it. But it's about getting as many people from Dublin as possible out to the event in person. And it's I look, it's it's a it's a bit of a tough scene of a golf course. And uh, I'd love for them to play this on a links course every year. And I, that's you know the golf junkie in me, but. Uh, I'm ten, 10 years into doing this. I'm resigned to the monetary commitments of some of these. I would say if, if one year of the K club means they can take it to rural County down next year, which they are, I'm good with that deal. Right. I think that's a, that's, I'm guessing that's a, a less, it's a more of a financial hit next year. And they, they stacked up on cash this year. will be my guess on the situation. I just can't understand why they can't make this into like a premium TV product, coffee, golf, have a full, full on like Lynx season and three or four weeks in a row. And, you know, people love watching the British Open. I would love watching the Irish Open if it was anywhere worth watching. Like, I know it still exists, but I was getting ready to ask, like, what happened to the Rolex series? Like, it just, it feels like that's totally lost steam. I know the designated event, signature event, elevated event, whatever it is, is, uh, taking up a lot of uh, airway, our airwaves this year, but like the Rolex series was supposed to be, you know, a big series of events that got big commitments to it and and things like that. And it seems like 
the, the better route to these becoming bigger events is more co-sanctioned yeah. stuff from the PGA Tour, right? They are underpinning at least part of this purse, if I remember right on this. It's not yeah. a co-sanctioned event, but they are uh, putting up a fair amount of money, which was over a million dollars to uh, to um, uh, Vincent Norman, who won, which is not not necessarily normal on the, on the DP World Tour. So uh, I just want to see top guys play. Shout out to Billy Horschel for going over and playing and, and having a, a nice week as well. I just want to see more guys do that. Guido Miglai Osley played well. Shout out to Jamie Weir uh, <laughs> on that one. Uh, t- <laughs> Thomas Dietrich played well. Uh, Jordan Smith was kind of in the driver's seat on this tournament, 66-65, and then shot 73-74 on the weekend. Uh, I don't know. I know I'm going to get a bunch of Irish people in my in my DMs, in my mentions about, oh, TC, here's why they can't have it at a Lynx course every year, the tourism dollars that you know, none of these links courses want to have it. I get it. I get yeah. it. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Okay. Uh, also, I do want to call out Billy. I don't think we, we, we didn't do a, a recap pod last week. I want to call out Billy for uh, preemptively shitting on Delta for not putting his bag on the plane 90 minutes before his flight. Yeah. What the hell was that last week or two weeks ago? It was, it was disgusting. He's since deleted the tweet. But he did a whole tweet thread about how his air tags were showing his bag was over at Terminal B and he was in Concourse E in Atlanta. And 90 minutes before the flight, he's like, Oh, like bag has to get from here to here. And it's like, Billy, just chill out, man. We're professionals right? there at Delta, Billy. <laughs> Relax. Uh, I'll throw the Irish a bone. TC, one more for you. Uh, Mark Power, fresh off the Walker Cup, I, I guess, turned pro and finished 33rd this week. Irishman. About that, so good on him. Only other really notable I had from this tournament was a uh, a new low I think for NBC Golf Channel, which was uh, they're you know they're getting a feed that they're they're re, they're playing over here in the U.S. The DP World Tour broadcast was running a feature on a disabled golfer, uh, a golfer of short stature. I, I hope I'm, I'm using the, the you know the proper nomenclature there, but I don't know how to speak on it because Golf Channel ran playing through ads over top of the feature, <laughs> like there was no audio. Like they were showing his parents getting interviewed, but there was no audio on the interview. I mean, it's like a a, a new low. Like it was a new low. It's like pr- that's despicable, honestly, to do that. And uh, I, I listen. I know no one was watching the golf, and everyone's excited about football in the states today. But that was like, holy hell, man! I, I, I'm, that's my Amsterdam for the week, and that's it. I don't know what to even say about that. Mm. Listen, I'm under a gag order right now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking at all about NBC, <laughs> Golf Channel, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Randy, man, golf ball was bouncing in your neck of the woods this past week. It was fun to watch. God dang. It was great. It was, yeah, those those approach shots on 18. I mean, you had to, they, they were landing them 20 yards short of the green. Uh, Kenwood Country Club, home of the Kroger. Let me give it the full title, get all the sponsors happy. The Kroger Queen City Championship presented by PNG TC. I know you love a couple good, solid Cincinnati uh, Fortune 500 companies there. But, but in all- I love that. Yeah. You know what? And I love it that it's stunting on Charlotte. That's right. Those posers in Charlotte. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, it a total 180 from the weather we had last year. I don't know if you guys remember how wet it was leading into the tournament. We were, we were in town. We, we had an event last year and I mean, they got multiple, multiple inches of rain leading into last year. This year was like chamber of commerce weather. I flew in Monday night. It was hot and disgusting Tuesday and then just started to clear out and cool down Wednesday. And this weekend it was like highs of 78, 80 degrees, no precipitation. Uh, and and the real good thing, Kenwood is stripping their greens Tuesday. So they were like, we're not putting water on these things all weekend. So they they just let them go. And yeah, it, it turned into proper golf. I mean, if, if you were coming out of the rough, you really had to judge the, the rollout. Um, I spent a lot of time with Madeline Sagstrom. God, the seventh hole, a short par four. She, three days, she, she chipped it from, I don't know, 50 to 75 yards over the green. And she was landing like progressively shorter each day and it would still just release and, and roll over the green. So great test. Uh, we can get, why don't we get into it? I mean, Minji versus Charlie really quick before we do, yeah. can we, I'd say we, uh, the best way to host pro tournaments, we need to just have them on courses 
right before renovations where they can just let the greens go. Not like remember Memorial right can before they need to right. greens. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Just let right before they're about to ruin greens. That's when they should have pro golf tournaments. Just move it around like that. We, we need these tourneys to be agile and, and TC, you know, if we don't get the weather, we like, we call them up or we move them at the drop of a hat. Totally. Also, I want to shout out Kenwood for that short little part three on the back. Was that 14? 14. Yeah. It's sick. I, I love a pocket sized part three like that. The players really enjoyed it too, because I, I, they, I mean, they say they get just beat over the head with like 160 to 175 yard part threes week after week. So Having one that played about 100, you know, a little wedge and with a green that had a, a decent slope in the middle of it. You could put the pins in certain areas. It was uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Saw Gabby Lopez five putt that green on Friday from 10 feet. She was close. Yeah, that was the one she five putted. She was closest to the pin in her group and proceeded to five putt. There, there literally, I'm not joking. There were people like that had to walk away from the rope line. Like guys that like, I can't watch this. <laughs> After the third putt, they excuse themselves. Yeah, yeah. Was, was it like, yippee? Like, what was going on? Yeah, ten feet. Like, did she just gas it? Was the speed off? Uh, I the speed was off, and there was just like there was just enough break in the putts. Like she just played ping pong. <laughs> I, <laughs> Sorry to laugh. I know it was tough, but it didn't look yippy. She plays slow anyway, too. I, I bet know. it took her forever. I bet it took her twenty five minutes. I know. So that was that was certainly a highlight. But yeah, today's main. I mean. You, you guys tell me, where do we want to start? Obviously, congrats to Min G pulling it out in a playoff over Charlie Hall. But as far as I go, that's one of the more entertaining LPGA finishes I think we're going to get uh, this year. I, I really enjoyed it. My, You guys are, you know, I have to admit I missed a fair amount of this because I I accidentally was watching it 30 minutes behind. Like I had no idea. I, I saw Minji go OB, I think probably legitimately 30 minutes. I was watching on YouTube TV on my computer and I was like, text the group. I was like, oh shit, Minji just went OB. And I checked the leaderboard. And then the next message was like, yeah, uh, Charlie Hall just tied it. I'm like, no, no, no. She's like three back and realized I was 30 minutes behind on the DVR. So I missed a fair amount in between. But And like right uh, around that same time, like Charlie bogeyed 10, she bogeyed 12. She birdied 11. Like it was, she like couldn't figure out if she was in it or not. Yeah. Right? Well, 12, exactly. It was the par five 12th. And there's yeah. a pond that sits, you know, front right, protecting the, the right half of the green. And uh, Charlie actually hit first and was going for it and just mishit a three wood, came up short, got wet. And then Minji with a, I think it was a four. No, it was a three shot lead, as you said, Tully, at that point. It was four shots at one point on the front nine, but it was Minji had a three-shot lead. Charlie was in the water, par five. Minji hits wood and just pulls the hell out of it uh, because it's, like, super firm. The ball just kept bouncing, rolled through, out of bounds. Uh, Minji ends up making a seven. Charlie ends up making a bogey, but that cut it to two. And then Charlie, I think birdies 13, 14, 15, if I'm not mistaken. and we got a whole new ball game. I mean, they were, they were, she did no, for, uh, 14, 15, 16, 14, 15, 16. And then, um, the last two holes, it was, I mean, we had a match play situation and it, it was really good golf. I, uh, the one that stood out to me was, uh, Charlie in regulation on 17, got a very fortunate break sick. bouncing it over that that front bunker and uh oh my god makes par minji kind of makes a, a routine par but then on 18 they both hit that fairway bunker you know again charlie plays first hits the bunker and minji follows her right in and charlie was able to get more club on it minji played pretty far back maybe 50 he yards junked it yeah she chunked it yeah and charlie was just up on the apron that was a hell of an up and down for minji i thought you know chipped it whole high and then made that i don't know six footer a little slidey left to right to force the playoff that was that was some stones right there which putt did charlie make where she kind of walked it in or or looked at it from was that on 16, 16, or, 16 that was sweet yeah that was what yeah. i was like man like you you're you're it. Like I love watching you play golf. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the third of those three birdies in a row. Um, and and again, that's where Minji had run her birdie putt by four feet, maybe. Minji for as bad, you know, she gets a reputation as being a, a pretty poor putter, which I'm not. 
I'm not totally sold on it. I mean, I don't think she's a great putter by any means, but I'm not sure it's as bad as maybe the stats paint. She made a, a good little tester on 16. She obviously made the one on 18. I mean, she made a number of of putts coming in uh, that would ultimately, you know, lead to victory. But the the playoff then, uh, I don't know. We're, Charlie almost, she almost drained a putt from off the green. It fell a half revolution short of the cup. She goes is, long after yeah. landing it however many yards short of the green, goes long, gets non-egregious TIO. And then, yeah, just like a one of the nastier putts I've ever seen. <laughs> that, it was crazy. That putt just kept going. I was watching that with my dad. <laughs> and like off the off the putter face, my dad, not to pick on my dad, I'm going to pick on my parents a little bit more later. Uh, <laughs> he goes, oh, my God, that's short. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing, yeah. though. I don't know yeah. how it. There's so, those, no like, friction on those. Yeah, those finer, yeah. The, like really the final three feet. I have no idea how that ball kept tracking. And it literally just needed one more revolution, and uh, and Charlie would have won. But not to be second playoff hole. They both find the left rough. I thought Charlie had a little better lie um, and, and played a, a good shot. I mean, landed it short, bounced, ran up, pin high. I don't know if you guys would call it maybe 15 feet. And then Minji steps up with a wedge and just bounces it 20 yards short, rolls it up to two feet. For essentially a kick in, Charlie didn't make the putt. Um, that that was such a fun playoff. That that was like, I don't know. I love Cincinnati. I love that Cincinnati has an event, and that was like a dream matchup there in the playoff. It's not shocking that the the Australian, who you know plays firm, fast conditions, won this week. And it was it was you can tell like when there's a proper setup and a and a you know, good conditioning and something that kind of forces players kind of forces the pretenders out. It's a great leaderboard and their separation at the top of the leaderboard. You got two players at 16 under 14 under 12 under, and then everybody else 11 under and below. Yeah. It's just, there's a true identification of, Hey, these are the two that are playing the best golf. And yeah. In third place, ruining Yin, uh, she moves to number one in the world with her third place this week. Twenty-year-old uh, won the KPMG LPGA earlier this year, and then in fourth was Allie Ewing, and I was going to give her a shout out. Really good week defending her title last year. I, I was curious how she would kind of react after the Open Championship. Obviously, held the big lead, didn't play that well on the weekend, but has gotten a Solheim Cup pick and really strong week this week. So was was happy to see that for her. Any kind of takeaways leading into Solheim for you, Randy, and from that you can take away from this week? I mean, we are, the, for those that don't know, it's September 22nd through 24th, week before the Ryder Cup in Spain. Uh, you guys have done a lot of content around that, but for those that haven't maybe caught up on it, what's uh, what's the momentum looking like from from coming off this event? Yeah, uh, well, Lexi made the cut, which <laughs> is like, like... Lexi played. Lexi played. That's, that's kind of an upset. Yeah, and, in and, of itself. and two, Lexi made the cut. So, I mean, that's like big for team usa i guess i i don't think we've talked maybe since the u.s finalized their teams captain stacy lewis made her final three captain's picks it was ali ewing angel yin and cheyenne knight tc i was going to ask you about your opinion of those picks um but i think overall i i'm really looking forward to it i, I think w on the u.s side lily vu obviously playing exceptional golf this year two majors you have nelly corda always interesting to see what she does but then you keep going allison Corp I, I would say allison corpus not playing her best golf right now that, that's something to keep an eye on she won the the u.s open um but of course rose zang i i'm bullish on team usa but at the same time like you know the the european team is stacked i i really think it's gonna be a, a very good solheim cup I agree. I think I don't think there was any big surprises with the U.S. team, but I don't. I also don't think there was any big, like nobody was really beating down the door to get, right. you know, a spot. Angel played well this week until Sunday. She shot seventy six today. I don't know. I just I feel like Madeline's shown some form. I'm really keen to see the course yeah. too. I think it's it sounds like it's a bear of a walk. I mean, it sounds kind of similar to to Rome. For being honest, it looks like a like is a desert core. I mean, it's like uh, it almost looks like some in Arizona, from what I've seen. I mean, just yeah. wasteland and ups and downs. I'm not sure what the the atmosphere. Kind of dry, is. arid, yeah. uh, seaside course. So, 
Oh, it kind of looks like something you'd see in Cabo. Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know. Cool. But yeah, I've, I've heard it's a really difficult walk. Not going to be the most spectator friendly, but also should show really well on TV. It's just a little bit strange to think about the Solheim Cup. Like what differentiates it? Feels like they can go to some of these more intimate venues, get crazy good atmosphere and a bunch of fans yeah. packed in, and kind of feels like the opposite of that. So TBD, I know they're having the next one over in Europe. They're having that in the Netherlands, which I think will be much, much different. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm very, very bullish on the European team. Uh, yeah. Personally. Yeah. I and, and not that I don't like the Euros. I've, we got, I, I got to do some research. I, I, I've seen the odds are kind of a coin flip right now. I think that's fine. That's, that's probably fair. We'll, we'll dive into it, though. We'll have a lot of content here coming out previewing the event anything else from uh from lpga I, I got a few things just a couple off course mm -hmm. things and then just a couple on course things i'll start with the off course big week for my parents i said i would maybe uh poke a little fun at them embarrass them a little bit but not on the embarrassment side they got to host i put madeline saxstrom and her caddy shane caught up uh with my parents which kicked me out of the house, which, listen, I was fine with, but they couldn't believe that they were kicking me out of my own house. I said, no, 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 I'm happy to go stay somewhere else. You guys can relax here, get some home-cooked home meals. My parents loved it. My mom, though, disaster on arrival. She put out this little display on the kitchen table with flags, right? So she's got the U.S. flag, and then, you know, she was like, Phil, just to make sure Madeline's from Sweden and Shane's from where I said he's Irish. She's like, okay, okay. And oh, no. uh, I wasn't there, but apparently it was the Italian flag, not the Irish flag. <laughs> but guys, it gets it gets worse. And almost to the point oh, where no. it's like Don't tell me she put out a Swiss flag. No, it wasn't Swiss, TC. I have no idea how she even ended up on she put out an Argentinian flag instead of Sweden. <laughs> it was the light blue. The light blue. I, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, our parents are getting up there in age. I'm like, mom, do I need to start worrying about you? Um, <laughs> but they had some good laughs. Uh, you know, my mom was just in hog heaven. She was like, she, and she was always like, you know, can I show them around Cincinnati? Can I at least show them around? And I'm like, mom, no, this is a work trip for them. Like, they're so tired when they come off the course. Like, they just want to come home and relax. Like, don't worry about. You know, you don't have to show them downtown and they're not going to want to go to Reds games every night. This is, this is where <laughs> Phil went to high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Shane was great. You know, he was just telling stories all weekend. Madeline was great. We had a little cookout here Friday night. Monday Q, a case of the Monday. Ryan French was staying up the street at uh, Will Grimmer. If anybody knows that name, has played in a couple U.S. Open. So they came down. Lauren Coughlin was playing this week. She and her husband John they came over, so we had a we had a good time. I guess that was Friday night, and uh, yeah, I, I think it was a great experience. So if any if any LPGA players are listening, like my mom and like now her whole friend group would just love to host people. So if if you're looking for a place to stay next year, I can arrange that. Reach out to me, Randy. Any skyline? I had Skyline. Yeah, I met my sister one day for lunch at Skyline. And I think my dad and I are going to grab Skyline before he takes me to the airport tomorrow. Uh, could not get Shane or Madeline to try any Skyline. We, we made Skyline dip. So, they, you know, they kind of... Oh, a dip. Yeah. Right, we had that last year. That was that knocked me off my <laughs> yeah. feet. It, it's a good first foray into the Skyline universe, but uh, it's not the real thing. How about graders? Any graders? Yeah, considered? graders all week. They loved it. Uh, black raspberry and mint chocolate chip were the big hits. Love it. Yeah, it's love fine. It. Um, it's fine. On course, just real quick, Alexa Pano. I, I'm super impressed. She won three weeks yeah. ago out of the blue at the Irish Open. Uh, um, like, hadn't had a, I don't think she had finished top 15 any before. Prior to that, and I, on one of our podcasts, Cody and I were saying, man, it's going to be super interesting to see what she does after this. And she's followed it up. I, she had a T22 in Canada. She had a T12 at Portland last week, and she had a T16 this week. I mean, all of a sudden, she's turning in a really, really, really good rookie season. So huge props to Alexa. I had no idea what to expect this year, but she's making the most of it, which is great to see. Amen. I, I feel like if, if this would have happened... 
maybe a month earlier, she'd be getting some Ryder Cup or some Solheim Cup consideration. No, no doubt. She's playing. Yeah, no doubt. And then the other thing, TC, I, I, I messaged you. I was like, holy shit, there was a Yalimi no sighting this week. She, um, crazy. She had a good week. I think she finished T16. Quickly look it up. T23, excuse me. Finished at T23. But like her last two years, so she was on the 2021 Solheim Cup team. And I believe. I just looked last week. She's like something like 290 something in the world. Like it has just been a Crazy. free fall since two Septembers ago. So seeing her again, just at the top 25 is like by far the best result in a while. So kudos to her. Hopefully she's found something yeah. and can get a little momentum going. Amen. And then there was a, there was a contentious player meeting as well yeah there was there was talking you know to ryan a little bit and just ear the ground a little bit around this week it sounded like uh sound like poor molly commissioner molly marcusaman was just getting teed off on from every direction uh a lot of that going around <laughs> yeah it, it's not official but they gave him a look at the 2024 schedule but the the big like contention they're in the midst of trying to decide whether to formally merge with the ladies European tour. And I think leadership this week put out a proposal that said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to award four LPGA cards to the top four let finishers who aren't otherwise LPGA members already. I think that ticked off a lot of people for this year, for this year, like, like they've just announced it and it's for this year. Yeah. And I think a lot of players like, what the hell? Like, had we known that, we would have our schedules would have looked a lot different. Because um, these four LET potential four LET members are coming in at like, you know, somewhere around that eighty-one to hundred priority spots, which aren't bad by any means. Uh, but it probably would have meant, you know, some some women would have played more LET events this year to go after to go after that card. And then the big elephant in the room with the merger is just the Saudi question. And I think the LPGA is like can read the tea leaves and like, hey, if if the PIF wants to take the Aramco series, which they're already running through the LET and essentially blow that out and make it 20, 25 events with big purses, like everybody's going to go play those. And the LPGA is overnight could be crippled and so i i think again this is just my armchair analysis i think the lpga is looking at is like if we merge with the let the pith then if they want to invest they're essentially investing in us but from the lpga's perspective it's like we at least have this like veneer where the pith can still invest in the let but it's still coming into like the same big pot that is used for, you know, the, the broad women's golf, the LPGA plus the LET. So, TC, I, we talked about it a little bit. I don't know if that's your read on it as well. Yeah, it seems like Molly's in a really tough spot. Uh, it also seems like, yeah, like in the grand scheme of things, are four spots in the priority ranking like that big of a deal? No, but it's, it's you know, it's kind of like coffee in the break room. And I think there's bigger fish to fry, but I do think on the women's side, if they did this right, it could feel a lot more like a true global tour. And I'm sure, you know, some ladies are going to kick and scream about the Saudi stuff, but I, I think like of the top players on, on the LPGA, like three or four of the top players have basically come out and said like, yes, like I would, I would a hundred percent like go to live if I, if there was like a female live. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't even you know, think the, I don't, I don't even know if the the anger from the players to leadership is because they're like, like oh, well, PIF could invest in LET, which would then invest in us. It strikes me that it's not necessarily that. It's that leadership won't just come out and, and like level yeah. with the players. It's communication. Yeah. They're, they're it's, like, it's like mistrust and communication. They're, they're trying to give all these other reasons for why it's a good merger without like talking about the elephant in the room. And I think that's very frustrating to him. I, I my sense is there's just there's bad communication right now between Molly and her office and the players. And it's almost like, yo, everybody needs a reset. And I kind of put that on Molly at this point, you know, as a commissioner, that's her job. I, I 
hope that happens because I'm, I'm it's not great at the moment. But I think strategically, long term for the LPGA, I think they should merge with the LET for those exact reasons. Uh, it, it just kind of neutralizes that that uh, threat of just being crippled overnight and essentially the LET slash Aramco series becoming the home for the best women uh, playing golf. Well, anyway, lot, yeah, a lot of that going around as well. Yeah. Lack of communication uh, sounds pretty similar to other problems. I think exactly. We've discussed. And, I think and my conclusion on this, man, it's just really freaking hard to communicate like plans that aren't set in stone with hundreds of members of your organization sure. right? that are going to leak it to jabronis like us. Right. <laughs> it's For like, sure. it's just really, really tough to be like, I would love to tell you all I can about exactly where we stand on all this, but I, as soon as I say that we've lost a leverage position because of this many reasons and blah, blah, blah. It's just, you just kind of got to sit there and eat some shit. And uh, that's kind of been my main defense of the PGA tour as well as just kind of like, I think it's really, really hard and you have to just be a pain shield for and catch a lot of flack from a lot of people that you just, and you can't give out all the information you have. That'd be my guess. But you would think, you would think Molly, like seeing the shit show that's been the PGA tour and, and Jay, it'd be like let's not do like let's not communicate that poorly that's what's just like it it's surprising to me i guess and and two you just have players with different incentives you know you got players that are just worried about tomorrow and need the card and are not thinking 5 10 15 years down the line it's yeah it, it's tough to get like 120 people aligned uh with incentives and strategic thinking et cetera. Et cetera. Well, I'm I'm not even gonna chime in because it would it would <laughs> it's just gonna get me all worked up about Jay Monahan again and all the like all the extraneous bullshit that he did and didn't do that. Are you chiming in or are you not chiming in? Anyway, <laughs> uh, just uh, anyway. LPGA schedule good. though uh, could be a, a one or maybe two Northeast events, some some underserved yeah. markets. So there was some exciting stuff on the schedule the uh proposed schedule anything else for bigger do you want to get over to some i know tc's itching to get to some u.s Ryder cup stuff <laughs> no that was that was it i think the last thing you know this was year two of a of an initial three-year commitment between kenwood country club and kroger and png i believe they'll they'll head into a negotiation phase i just again selfishly this has been so much fun having a tournament land in my hometown backyard. And I just really hope it's, it can continue. It, it feels successful. Again, they have big global partners behind the tournament. I, I hope Kenwood enjoys hosting it. I, I don't know that, but every player I talked to was, was really complimentary of the golf course and how the tournament is run. So um, hopefully your three won't be it for, uh, for Cincinnati LPGA. TC, take it away. Oh, uh, I mean, Solly, the, your your U.S. squad went to Marco Simone. See, and uh, they were, they had some social content about the length of the rough, which you were saying isn't even golf grass. Uh, you had Zach Johnson hitting uh, balls. I want to be, let me be clear on that. Like the rough that they like the the rough the stuff they, that's not even the hay is is not really even golf grass. Like the stuff that's just barely off the fairway that's not. The stuff that goes up past your knees is not really even golf grass. And then you get into the stuff that's like potential for lost ball, uh, a foot into it. Yes. I'm, I know they have spotters, but it, uh, it's, it's, it's alarming. It's jarring. And it, yes, there was some social content around that. This Listen, week. maybe this is just how they play golf in Italy, <laughs> right? It's just like Kikuya grass. And I wonder why the game isn't growing there. I really do wonder. <laughs> Sally, I, I saw I saw some social content. I saw some DJ Khaled stuff today uh, on, on on the socials, which that's foretelling the prophecy there. Um, I think Zach Johnson. I saw him hitting balls, hitting range balls when they went over there. The hats were really really bad. Uh, some of the worst wave? hats I've ever seen. Some of the the, the gray belts were were not good. And then. Listen, Most wait, on the hats, it's, wait, yeah. uh, that's their way of welcoming Brooks onto the team, right? I know they don't want any beef between the live guys and the PJ tour guys. It's like an homage to Brooks. Like, Hey, here's a bad hat. You fit in here, man. Like, let's go play some golf. Okay. Uh, and then 
you know, a few guys are not not there. Notably absent. P and X, the two sidekicks. Uh, you know, Spieth not there. Spieth, I think, excused for family reasons. <laughs> but he's got an excused uh, absence. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, but P and X. I guess it was it was P's uh, bachelor party. This weekend to be clear, this is Patrick Kayla and not Patrick Reed who we've passed in the past referred to as P, but yes, I'm just going to start. Yeah. Pat, Patty ice, Pat, Patrick ice, the tool man, Patty, the tool man, Pat. He's listen. He planned his bachelor party the week of Ryder cup practice session. So, uh, sources on the ground sources say that this was planned before the, the U S trip was planned over to Marco Simone. Just, just for the, for the record, I, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't report that. Listen, I, I can't help but think there's probably some dissension among the team. I think there's nine or ten guys on the team that are that are very much aligned, and then I think there's two guys that that are very much not. Can so. I can I literally read from our Slack this week where TC said, "Does that mean I'm going to try to sow some dissension among the U.S. team?" Yeah, sure, I am. Listen, that was saying confidence. TC, I'm with you. It yeah. makes you think. I think to go over to Europe and win a Ryder Cup, you need everybody rowing in the same direction. Yeah, there was some random guys in that team room there. I didn't know who they were. I did uh, not either. You know, Furyk wearing his 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 ninety nine Brookline shirt. Can't can't let go of the past. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You're flailing really early here. I mean, we we got weeks to go before this thing. Why are you so concerned about what the U.S. team's doing? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm concerned for you. I'm concerned for you. I, I I bet if we go back to September of 2021, similar things were happening here around Stricker's press conferences and and all of this stuff. That was everyone was panicking about all the momentum going into the Ryder Cup, and that one went just fine. So I'm, I mean, next thing you know, Blocky's going to have some big activation or announcement. Blocky should have been out there as a non-competitive marker with the with the team this week, especially since Zach was hitting balls as well. You know, uh, JT was getting a putting lesson on course with 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 Stricker. All this in the midst of all this drama about whether he did or didn't fire his dad, which was mutual, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, again, for the record, there was a report this week that uh, he uh, did part ways with his putting coach. And that his dad was taking more of a backseat role. Uh, Mr. Thomas called that dumb. I just left just left a lesson with him. It's a blurry line. I don't really know exactly what's going on there other than it does sound like he left his putting coach. Yeah, he was getting a putting lesson from Steve Stricker. And TC thought that was uh, alarming in some way. I, 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 I Merge this one for me. Make make sense of that one for me. JT struggled with his putting. One of the best putters ever is helping him with some stuff here. That that that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. Yeah, sure. You know, it sounds like the the... You know, you're there to learn about the golf course, not about your own game. Uh, hopefully they cut down. I bet they cut down a lot of this rough beforehand. No. All this stuff is just a massive smoke screen. I, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I think this Ryder Cup is going to be fascinating. It definitely will be fascinating. I do not think they're going to cut all the rough down. Uh, I, I think that not is- all of it. I think some of it, though. I think there's rough in spots where Luke Donald, LD and the boys are just just fucking with these guys. <laughs> Maybe it'll be different um, than than when we played it in May, but I was what I was most surprised with, and of course, am I very well aware of the difference in the professional golfers and myself? But even when you're not in thick rough like Greenside, I couldn't get a 60 degree under the ball. Like it kept grabbing the hosel of the wedge and flipping it over on like Greenside chips. Like I couldn't even get any, not really even a flop shot. Like a little bit of a 60 degree under it and pop it up around the green. Couldn't do it. So. Uh, I talked to a couple guys on the team. They were shocked as well by the rough. Uh, they did not share the same sentiment I shared about the tee to green layout necessarily. They didn't think the course was quite as bad as I had described it. Uh, I, I will stand they're by. So, my they're so desensitized to bad architecture though. <laughs> but this is really <laughs> bad. Like I, I still don't think you guys are getting it. Uh, I, the third hole is shocking. It's amazing. It's really, really bad. Uh, what I got to set us out is if it's so bad that it's actually good. Cause that's I don't exactly think it is, what I'm here for. It sounds like chaos yeah. too. With like, if you hit it in the rough, like you make, you might make nine, but if, but if the other team's in the rough too, like that's, it could be just a total like survival of the fittest throw out the scores and match play right i thought that's what it was all about 
If Randy, I could totally join you if it meant if they had like the fairways at a length that put a premium on accuracy, but when they, I'm sorry, at a width, but when they're so narrow as they are that everyone's going to end up in the rough. And when you have bends in the fairways <laughs> to where, where the landing areas are, it's just going to end up with so many balls in the rough that the driving skill becomes more about distance and not even really about accuracy. I think, I mean, I'm, I still twist my mind into a, uh, you know, a mess trying to figure out exactly what the skills are that, that play into this, but it just, it's comical where they pinch all these, uh, these situations and bring the waist high stuff in. And I hope it's fun and exciting. I know I've said this all, you know, for months now, but it's like quite literally like the recipe for the least exciting style of golf you could ever possibly imagine watching. But again, I think that like they, they could easily change things in the next three and a half weeks and, and mess with them and completely change some of these widths and some of these places where it's pinching in so that the U S team just straight up can't prepare. Yeah, I, they can do that. You're right. I, 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 I'm going to get, they're going to do that Thursday night of the Ryder cup. No, I mean, they have three and a half weeks. They could do that. Yeah, but they're, they're going to be there Tuesday, all day, all day, Wednesday, all day, Thursday. Yeah, but, this yeah, was- but you and your team of MBAs are, you know, the, 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 all the all the MBAs that ZJ is using for stats and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to finish? What is what? What's the what is the point there? <laughs> they're gonna have the wrong data for their models. <laughs> they're, they're not, not going to be able to run their models, sir. We don't have good data. We don't have it. God, that's sick. I, I think this team Europe. I, I think their best chance is just to muck it up. It, it's like the football team that just waters the hell out of their field. Let's get it muddy and sloppy yeah. and just muck it up. I, I love that. I I thought that for quite some time and I look at their team and I don't necessarily know if I agree. Like does this, if you're trying to muck it up and muddy it for a lot of the U S team, it probably does the same thing for like Hovland Rory and Rom. Right. I mean, if that, and if that's, you know, I, I don't know. I, depth wise, I still think U S has more of the depth. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that necessarily serves Europe's interest the best, but again, this is like a weird chess match that's going on. You said they want to hit, you know, mid irons. Maybe they want to hit mid irons off tees. Ludwig, <laughs> like, this could Ludwig's be. going to be out there finding. Fa- he's going to be the only one finding fairways. He, he's going to be like, like a crazy uncle that flies up into the spaceship in Independence Day, like just showing everybody the way. The Euros are going to. I am the most. They're, yeah, they're just going to follow Ludwig down the fairway. I'm the most interested in this, like at how it play. I've played, you know, tournament courses prior to pro events and been like, oh, these guys are going to struggle with this. And they almost never do. This is the one I'm the most curious to see how they play it. Right. Because I was just like, dude, I don't see how you play the third hole. I don't see how you play the 14th hole. I don't really see how you play the 15th hole, Uh, the 10th hole as well. Like if you somehow miss that fairway to another elevated perched up green with runoffs to each side, it's the same thing on repeat. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what's gonna happen. I really don't. But. So good, uh, guys. We got we got like eleven minutes I know, here. I know. So let's do some T series, and then we got our our various and 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 our housekeeping stuff. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. TC, what uh, you got some new irons? They just came. I heard you got a round of golf in them. What did you get fit into? Talk to me about your fitting experience uh, into your new Titleist T series. Yeah, I got uh, the one fifties uh, pitching wedge through six iron, and then I got. 200s in five iron and like a three and a half iron and uh back to dynamic gold shafts uh i'm stoked my wedge gapping is fixed i went out played my first round with them actually with nico Darris, dr nico of golf blueprint and it was like seeing an old friend i felt like i was hitting uh, a new and improved version of the ap2s from way back How'd you do, uh, how are you doing your wedge gapping? Cause I got the T one fifties as well, which has a 44 degree pitching wedge. And I had to go down to a 48 degree wedge from a 50 to kind of help with that gap. Yeah. I go, uh, 44, 48, 53, 58. Okay. So I've got a 54 that's bent, bent to a, uh, 53. Um, but yeah, it was much better than my gapping with my T one hundreds from prior. Uh, but they're just the right amount of forgiveness. Like it's, it's awesome. The ball's, going dead straight. I think getting, getting back into the right shafts has been huge. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm playing golf. I'm down to a 0.7. People are shitting all over me for, um, the Macrohanish video that was filmed in April. 
uh, where I shot like 83 at Macrahanish. Like, listen, I get it. I didn't play well. It was like my third 36 whole day in a row. Um, but man, I'm like, I'm so vulnerable as a point. I'm probably like, I should be like a 2.5 or a three, but I have all these high I, scores floating off. What do I got to do to get an invite to a match with you right now? <laughs> I don't think, I don't know the last time I played you straight up would be, I, I'm a point four right now. I think we, I, I don't know if there's a golf course where you get a shot off me right now. No, I don't think there is. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm stoked. We got some, we got some golf coming up in the next couple months, just with Sweetens and PGA Frisco and all sorts of places. Fall golf is the best. I can't wait to get out and play. I think the, uh, I can definitely, I haven't played much golf since I got the T one fifties. I think I've only played three rounds, um, with them, but the fitting experience was just freaking awesome. I had the T one hundreds, uh, with five iron down to pitching wedge with a T two hundred four iron. And I'm kind of telling the fitter, like, you know, I, I, yeah, I use a T two hundred, uh, four iron and he was like, yeah, no, nah, not anymore. You don't. Cause I hit the, the T one fifty four iron and got like the apex that I, 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 that was the stuff that I know we, we talk a lot about, you know, a fair amount about equipment and, and. I just can't emphasize enough how getting someone else to make your fitting decisions for you, how much it helps. I think we were kind of trying to do that on the fly uh, previously at our own fault, like trying to figure out how to fit ourselves into it and just not knowing how to do it. I know you're a master fitter TC, but like it just is helpful to have a second person there. And the great thing about, again, to do the full sales pitch with Titleist, like the cost of a fitting goes to the credit that you get with the clubs. Like that's a credit to the, the cost you're going to, uh, for the new clubs. I'm phrasing that very poorly, but it's literally like, it's basically free to get a fitting if you're going to buy a new set of clubs with it. And so if you're in the market for it, there's no reason not to get a set of clubs that is built for your game. And a lot of people think like, I'm not good enough to get fit. That is just flat out wrong. Uh, I, I hate to constantly refer to Casey, our resident high handicapper in this regard, but like she thought she wasn't good enough for pro B one golf balls. That was proven wrong. And then I don't know if she felt confident enough to get a fit, uh, but her, her handicap is the lowest it's ever been. Um, she's sub 18 now. I forget exactly what it was. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's coming falling. back to like apex height and stuff too. Yeah. The ball is stopping on the greens for her. I mean, Randy, you're in T one hundreds. I'm such a, Still. I'm such a flusher. They couldn't take me out of the T one hundreds. I know. Oh, I was shocked. It blows my mind. I was shocked. Uh, they of course had me hit the, the one fifties and the two hundreds. And, um, the guy just, probably the three fifties <laughs> given your TSR one driver the guy. He, he just loved my dispersion with the one hundreds. He's like, I'm not taking you out of these. I'm like, all right. I, I love the look of them. They're, they're, you know, super slender, no offset. So I actually am, I'm a 7.6 right now, which is the lowest in my, in my handicap calculator, uh, history. So Looking to slender, slender man with no offset. Yeah, that's Randy in a nutshell. Yeah, looking to maybe breach the six point something for the first time in my life here this Woo. fall. We'll see. Who should like that? You guys are yeah. driven the huge amount of FOMO of not getting out of the golf course recently. Ben's up to plus one point eight now, uh, and you know I've just I, I've just been changing diapers on repeat, and I'm, I'm ready to get back. I'm ready to get back and play some golf. I've got the Got the itch really, really, really badly as, as fall is coming around here um, in Jacks. What else we got, TC? Uh, heard some rumblings this week that Endeavor and some private equity folks are getting in the mix, that the PGA Tour is lining up some, some backstops, some, some secondary options in case the PIF framework doesn't, doesn't come through. So we'll see. Mm. I think Egon Durbin and the boys at Silver Lake are poking around in the periphery. <laughs> um, I know you love we, that, Randy. I love what that. are we rooting for there? <laughs> what are we? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what we're rooting for at anything at this point. Because, dude, like with the extremely limited knowledge we have, dude, I think I'm rooting for the PIF in this one. If because that means unified golf world, right? I I'm rooting for a a world where there's like there there's not one league going up against each other and the the talent pool is divided. Right. Like also, I'm, like if the if the Saudis get left at the altar and jilted, oh, then the officer's going to throw oh. three times more money into this thing, and everything's going to get that much more fucked up. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm. I think I'm with you, Solly. Like Jay's fucked this thing up so badly that we're rooting for the Saudis to get the deal done. I'm, I'm I'm not quite there yet. I got a, I got a few chaos bones in my body. Would love to see what Yasser's about if he gets left at the altar. But <laughs> um, I, I some days I wake up and it would be nice just to have 
everybody back together. I hope no matter what happens, I just want like a true, real like accounting of like what's going on in the room. I, I want the book. I want the, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. I, I want to know all the gory details at some point. You want like the, the, uh, the, uh, Jim Miller, you know, making of ESPN. Yes, exactly. Kind of book. Yeah. I'm with you there. I, Randy, I saw your guy, sleepy Joe dapping up, uh, MBS at the G20 summit this weekend too. Very cool there. I, and I want to, again, when I just for clarity's sake on this, so there's no confusion when I say, I think I'm rooting for the PIF in this one, all of the same things we've ever said about the Saudis and the PIF stand completely. There's been no change of heart on any of this. Uh, it is basically these being forced into the situation that I think is the best path back towards good competitive golf is why I say that there's no change in uh, the human rights record or any of the sports washing things that the PJ tour will hundred be hundred percent be complicit in like that again is just for clarification's sake. First of all, what about China? Secondly, <laughs> it sounds like there, there has been a change and the Saudis human rights record is getting even worse. Somehow. Oh yeah. They've, <laughs> they've been like mowing down migrants on the, uh, on the border with Ethiopia. And and, Twitter's helping them with some stuff, right? Helping yeah, and them. Then, and then stuff. that's great. Yeah, and then Twitter's Twitter's handing over all sorts of, Intel and docs them. If so, you don't know what, cool. cool. Come to the. We invite you to come to the trap draw to learn all about this, <laughs> this stuff. TC and I break yeah. down the the world of uh, geopolitical happenings. Rusali, you got Akshay. He got engaged. Yeah, my, my dude is. Uh, he is growing up quickly. I uh, just want to give a, a shout out to our our guy, our PGA Tour winner, uh, Akshay Bhatia, one of our favorites here. Um, just yeah, really super happy for him. Uh, Randy, think a super day is, uh, is Tuesday, buddy. You don't have to remind me that (laughs) that's, that's my, I would like to to see you videotape yourself. Thanking a super. (laughs) I'm going to thank every goddamn super I can. So, well, let's, let's, let's tie that in with this next question, which is from John Steckine, I believe not a question, but can we get a run? Steckine. Can we get a rundown of the NLU picks contest and when mm. uh, everyone will be doing their prize slash punishment? Mm. Um, Randy, so for those that don't know, we do a season long uh, DraftKings pool. Uh, the winner of the trip of the season long pool gets a golf trip of their choice funded by the company. Uh, that's yours truly. Second place finisher has to wear FedEx Cup merchandise. Um, that is Neil. Third place winner has to play 18 holes of golf left-handed. That is DJ. And, and fourth place. Wow, what a bad punishment. And can we say that's like, that's a regulation 18 hole course, right? Like that's not pitch yeah. and putt. Okay. Correct. No, no, no. Yeah. Like white tee. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Fourth place gets to choose between doing a hundred hole hike or doing the 24 hour waffle house bet, which is uh, you have to spend 24 hours in a waffle house, but you get one hour off for every waffle you eat. Uh, in that time period. Um, and Randy got fourth TC, the vision fund, the disgraced vision fund leader. Got no, no longer disgraced. Oh, no longer the leader. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I've been no, ousted. No. Hot style <laughs> no. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 SoftBank took me over just like they took over. Uh, just they're trying to take over that. Kroger. Yeah. No, Ludwig won the week after we finished. You guys oh, stacked okay. the deck against me. Uh, so Randy gets to choose which one of those he's going to do. And I don't know. Are you about to announce what you're going to do? Cause I don't even know your answer. Yet. I am about to announce what I'm going to do. I've thought long and hard about this. I, I thought about it for many hours on the plane to Scotland on the plane back from Scotland. Uh, here, here's, here's my reasoning. All right. Let me just walk you through my mindset here. All right. I think a hundred hole hike and 24 hours in a waffle house. They're both going to come out to about 14 to 16 hours worth of. He's going to go with the Waffle House. I guarantee it. He's I think gonna you're going to feel like he wants to sit there and read. I think you're going to feel extremely shitty after each of them. But only one, only one offers the the inherent reward of, of doing something for the kids. Guys, I'm going to do the 100 hole hike. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> God, that's your worst nightmare. I know. I, I might. It might be the last golf I ever play in my life. Um, I don't know. the The thing I'm a little worried about, at, at least like the official youth on course hundred hole hikes, they, they like wrap up in mid October. It might be a tight turnaround, but you have my word. 
we're gonna do it. I think you have all of next year to do. Okay, yeah, you got time. Okay, yeah. so yeah. We'll, we'll we'll that makes me feel better. We'll take our time. We'll get a good site. If people want to come out and uh, support me and maybe you know prop me up and help carry me the last several dozen holes, uh, that would be wonderful. But I think I gotta do that. And TC, I know the other thing. You know, Denver's not really a Waffle House city. I know there's that nice Waffle House right on Beach uh, Beach Avenue or whatever it is right there. Yeah, you can you can drive your golf cart there. I, I figured that that would be a good one for you. Yeah, you know what? I might do it there. I might go up to to. I'm sure there's one in Brunswick near St. Simons. I might go up there and do it during the RSM and have a bunch of players stop by and spend. Spend an hour with me each. Come have a coffee and yeah. waffle with TC. Uh, yeah, you know, come have some coffee and fellowship and and <laughs> talk some shit with T with, with TC. Uh, plus, I can I can eat plenty of waffles. Yeah, too. Yeah, I don't even I, like waffles. There's a I don't waffle like that, that Waffle House on Beach. I've had to drive by so many times while being in last place, and I think about it every time. And now getting to drive by it, knowing TC is going to have to spend 24 hours in there, guys. That was that was worth the. Worth the season long battle for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, if you do record a, an earnest, thank a super video, we might be able to knock a couple holes off. Uh, no. if, if that's the no, case. No, because okay. he's raising money. The, okay. I was, hey, know. I was trying to meet him halfway, man. I'm, I'm trying it's to help cool him. It's cool for Randy that the Colorado tie in 100 hole hike. They do do good Jim stuff. Colton, yeah. At Colorado. Common Ground with yeah. the Solich Academy. Yeah. That That's probably what I'll target. Um, yeah, but they were doing it literally. I think they're doing it th maybe tomorrow. They might be doing it tomorrow, and I was yeah. like, "There's just no way I can make that one this year." <laughs> um, what else? We have Casey played Blocky's home course out in she, uh, in California. She did Arroyo Tri Tribuco or Tri Tribuca. Uh, I haven't heard what happened yet, but yeah, it sounds like she keen, played well. I think to get that. Take. Yeah, I think she was blessed by by Saint Blocky. Yeah. We got a question from Big Red Turf. Any insider thoughts on Ryder Cup TV coverage? Anything on Peacock? Any feature group type coverage? Did a little digging on this. Looks like uh, Friday and Saturday, or Friday, we are 1.30 a.m. to noon on the USA Network. Um, Saturday is 1.30 uh, uh, to 3 a.m. on the USA Network. And then 3 a.m. to noon on NBC. Sunday, 5.30 to 1 p.m. on NBC. And there is a featured match. We'll be showcased wow. Each session on Peacock, I believe that's new. Um, but no, you will not be able to watch any match you want to. Out of the four matches that are being played, there will just be one feature group. So uh, still plenty of golf missed. But that's the first time I think they've done that, at least. So um, Big Red Turf. He sounds like a super himself. Thank, yeah, thank if you. Are, thank you, sir. In advance. Thank him in advance. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, thank you, everybody, who watched the, the Macrohanish video. Uh, we got Shiskin coming out this week in the film room and then big documentary or big, big film out next week uh, as well. So, and then Randy and I will be chopping it up this week. Chop. Yep. Too. Go watch the Macrohanish video if you guys haven't. That was, again, that inspired a lot of my FOMO this afternoon. That drone footage, just outrageous. I played that course six years ago in a rainstorm and I did not have the experience that you got to have and it made me want to drive all the way back there. It was so cool. That's, uh, I, 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 stoked to be able to just go visit places like that and document them and, and share them with people. So I hope people go check that out. So, yeah. And make fun of how TC played. That's also God, a I part played, of it. <laughs> I played so bad. Shot 74 in the morning. And then just, I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to go, I'm going to go dominate go this. Get place. it. Wind <laughs> man, picked up. I, I got got. Yeah. Bad. Wind picked up. No, I think that's that, you know, TC, um, you were just like one round away from everyone, all the internet commenters. From finally recognizing your handicap that's the that's the key right no matter what you're exactly. just one round away <laughs> and then everyone's going to come back and be like oh my god i called you a vanity capper no nope. and i'm so sorry i was wrong i was wrong i couldn't have been more wrong uh yeah i don't know what it is about uh, internet commenters that just want to show yeah, somebody handicap. somebody slid into the the uh, instagram dms shitting on ben's handicap after the uh carnoustie story that we threw up on, on the yeah. gram uh about a week and a half ago hardos about a week ago, and uh, I looked the guy up. He was in the Chicagoland area. He's like a one point eight, and I was like, I I will set up a match between you and Ben, and he will he will obliterate you, <laughs> obliterate you. Ben hits. I so want to set good. up a match with Ben. Did you guys play some golf out in Scotland, Randy? Uh, yeah, they played Carnoustie, but we played London Links. 
uh, a few nights prior. London was just, it was special. Great night. Um, just cool place. Yeah. The epitome of, of Lynx golf, everything you think about ball running, uh, good wind, quirky holes. It was wonderful. Um, and then DJ and I played the Jubilee early in our trip. We, we had a massive pillow fight that I think I ended up winning. You know what? London and Levin, I really want to play all the way from one town to the other like they used to before they split the two clubs up. DC. Apparently they have a day or some time each year where they play the historic routing oh. before the club split. That would be fun. That. Yeah. I think I might have to make my golf trip to Scotland. The the one that I won through. The I was gonna say, are there are there no gonna... are there no like restrictions? Do we do do we place no restrictions on the golf trip? <laughs> You're the chief phone yeah, officer. Did, what was I doing? <laughs> I knew I wasn't gonna win. To so one like you know one like I was thinking for myself. I uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to work on that. I will have a future announcement on that. I'm sure people will be waiting on on uh, on the edge of their seat for that one. But uh, anything else going on in the shop, TC? You know, all the fall H and B stuff starting to hit. We got some. We got a Footjoy um, graphic design kind of polo coming out that I'm really really excited about. The Strap Boys are are prominently featured in that. All sorts. Of, you know, Casey's got new stuff coming out all the time. It's like tough to even keep track of. So. Get your ass into the shop, uh, store.nolingup.com. Also, a bunch of new stuff in the sales section as well. Trying to, trying to clear through some skews before we get to holiday season. That that just made me think. I should have mentioned it earlier. Talking about the tournament this week, but awesome to see. Thank you, everybody. You know, wearing NLU hats, shirts, uh, coming up, saying hi. Got to take. A few pictures with people, which is always a very weird feeling. But truly, thank you know everybody for supporting what we do and you know i hope you had a great time getting out and watching live golf this weekend so thank you to, to those people and as we get into fall here we're going to have we're going to have some time especially post solheim post rider cup to dive into some you know, maybe some more fun topics or kind of shoot the shit a little bit more on these sunday night pods and uh if you guys ever have like topics that are that are you know longer than just a simple question or something that require a little research or some email us or send us a message say hey i'd love to hear you guys chat about this or blah 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 we, we, we we're looking to do some some different stuff this fall because i know it's football season and if you're listening an hour and eight minutes into an episode where there wasn't even a pj tour event this week you're probably a pretty big golf junkie so let us know we'll, we'll dive into it and we'll have uh, plenty of opportunities to do that this fall so we got bnw pga coming up this week is it Fortnite this week or is that next week that is this coming week. This, this is yeah, oh, Fortnite is this the off season's over. It's over. Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't believe it's over. Which is also the weirdest fall here, right? I mean, some of the big guys are going to drop down and play a couple of events, I think, but this is not part of a FedEx Cup season anymore. This is strictly a, a time period to just uh, you know, to, to determine status for next year into top uh 120, basically everyone from 70 to 125. Those spots still need to be worked out over the course. Um, of this fall so it's gonna be a really weird fall but i it's a weird transition year i guess getting back to it but getting back to a uh, a uh, more regular kind of schedule the merch star just messaged me he said um, to, he's wanted to shout out that sales section that you just talked about we'll have rowback hoodies coming soon he also said sign up for the newsletter for more info at newsletter.nolayingup.com a lot of great offers come through that he doesn't blow up your inbox uh you know so sign up for that and you'll get a lot of in, in, you know maybe some content you missed over a couple week period and sales and things like that, that we have going. So guys, that's it. That is a wrap for this Sunday. Thank you so much to you both. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Uh, we will have a lot of fun content in the weeks to come. Appreciate it. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect it.